and home. Please come back. So when this comes out, it will be your birthday. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Oh, we're old people. Are we really though? Is 31 really that old? Um, well, when I'm like 50, will I think it's old? No, but do I <laughs> feel 31? No. Fair enough. I feel like I want to be like 21 again. It's not the party thing I want. It's that, you know, my body didn't ache all the time. Oh, yeah. There's that. That's that's what I miss. That, that's okay. I too. <sighs> my body doesn't really ache, but, you know. And for some reason, my boobs are decent, but my tummy's not. That's for damn sure. Maybe I just need to get back into shape. Maybe I don't need to be younger. Maybe I just need to work out a little bit more then. I honestly think you've been working out probably more in your life now than you ever did. Well, I don't know then. <laughs> You're not helping this make more sense. Does anything in life make sense? Hell no. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Okay, so I pulled this one for your birthday. Yay! Special episode for me! Yeah, special episode for you. I literally googled your name and said murder. Put your name and plus murder. Aubrey Young plus murder. And this is the shit that I came up with. So now, <laughs> if I go missing... Now I'm on the suspect Like, I also put like your birthday, miss missing people on this day. Like I was invested. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. So now we have this will and testament that if I go missing, <laughs> it, it may not be her fault. It's not my fault. If anything, I'd avenge your death. Otherwise, yeah. who am I gonna talk to every day for 50 times a day? I don't know. See? <laughs> well, because it's your birthday. I wanted to do something a little lighthearted and not make you cry. Aww. <laughs> and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but this story has an ending. Like most cold cases don't. This does. So it's not a cold Wait. case anymore. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell you if he's found, dead or alive. You'll have to listen. Okay. But it does have an ending. Okay, so there's some sort of closure. Yes. Closure is my lightheartedness. <laughs> okay, so this is on Aubrey Carroll. Okay. I had to do your name since I couldn't find Aubrey Young and I couldn't find one missing on your birthday. <laughs> well, geez, my birthday's just too special of a day. I, I know. I'm sure there is one. I just... Well, and then I saw this one and I was like, okay, you know what? I have to do this one. Okay. So imagine you go into your teenage son's room. Yes, he's a boy. To wake okay. him up for school and he's not there. <gasps> oh, that's literally my worst nightmare. What's worst? His bed is made. What follows is every parent's nightmare. Calling the police, searching... And that sinking feeling you get that something maybe horrifying has happened. And it's a feeling we all know too well. Like, I've had that sinking, horrible feeling when I can't find my kid for, like, two seconds in the store. 
Yeah. So, and his bed is made. Okay. This is a teenager that apparently room is always a mess. Like he's not that he's not like cut clean or like, I mean, his bed's freaking made. Okay. Anyway, for my kid, my kid alone, that would be like, okay, something is wrong. Even if he is in my house, be like, why is your bed made? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So when a 15 year old boy disappears from his hometown without a trace in 2016, his family was left in agony over mysteries and loss and their efforts felt uh, endless until police resorted to the one tool that broke the case wide open. Okay. So, we all know high school can be the most tiring and formative and awful years of a person's life with the pressure of peers, families, teachers telling you to mold you t- into the person you will become. Uh, and, you know, everything else that a teenager, especially Aubrey, was facing all of this and more. With depression and suicidal thoughts, Aubrey just disappeared without a trace and his parents didn't know where to look. Aubrey's parents had recently gone through a divorce and he ended up moving to Splendon County a town that was an hour away from his childhood home. So all of his friends, everyone that he ever knew was gone and he had to start new at 15 years old. I I know this feeling. This is close to my heart. I I know that, but I was, I was more used to it. He had all of his friends there and he was just like ripped away. So with him starting school soon and trying to make friends, uh, you know, and, between the custody battles of his parents fighting over him all the time he was forced to move back in with his father which was an hour away so after he's been ripped away he then moved in with his mom an hour away started making brand new friends and well the courts decided nope you're gonna move back with your dad ripped him out again and put him in his dad's home okay so he's being tossed around, basically. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Then, after that, he was in this new school for about three months. And then the judge decided, nope, you know what? Let's finish your school out in Splending. So after three months of being at this new school again, let's take you, rip you back out, and put you back in Splending. All of this because his parents are fighting over... Who should have custody over him? Of course. Yes. I mean, of course, it can't be the best interest in him. It's whatever the parents want, you know? Yeah, of course. That's, oh, divorces can be ugly. And he, so he was going to school in Splanding, but he was living in Jones County with his father. So, this means every day his dad drove over an hour so that Aubrey could catch the bus for school. Oh, man. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And with all this extra time, his dad had to be strict about how much social time he was allowed, how much time he could have with friends. And these are brand new friends. He doesn't know anything about them. So he would tell him like, no, like you have to come home. So he couldn't spend any time with his new friends, but he's not going to school with his old friends. So he, I can understand why he's freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And nevertheless, he also uh, found himself in trouble with the law. Just a few minor incidences. But, you know, it became a whole big ordeal in the court system with him and his mom <laughs> and dad. Ugh. <sighs> so, with all that, with him fighting over him... On the morning of May 24, 2016, Michael, his dad, dropped off Aubrey at the school bus as usual. This would be the last time he saw his son. Because Aww. later that afternoon, when Aubrey's stepmom, Leah, arrived to pick him up to school, there was no sign of him. He was supposed to take exams that day, which he apparently, he did complete them. And oh, so he did go to school at some point? Yes. Okay. It was clear that he did attend school, but after that, the trail went cold. His friends claimed they had no idea where he was. Uh, Michael reported him missing to the police, and he, you know, ref he didn't tell the mother about the miss that he was missing because she he didn't want her to worry, and because of the custody battle that they had gone, yeah, they had gone on. So his his dad didn't tell his mom right away. The case went cold. The police just said, you know what? This is just a classic teenage runaway case. He'll probably be Ugh. home in the morning. That is one of my least favorite things. I hate it when people are like, it's a runaway. They So many cases get messed up because of that. Well, exactly. And you know what? It doesn't matter if it's a runaway. You still need to figure out and find out where they are. Days turned into weeks, and there was no sign or trace of Aubrey anywhere. It's just like he just vanished. And he's, and Michael, the dad, has still not told the mother that Aubrey was missing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been uh, at least three weeks, and he has not told his mother. <gasps> oh, Okay. He just kept making excuses like, oh, he's going to school. Oh, it's the weekend. He has plans with his friends for three weeks. No. Yeah. No. Okay. And then I this, do not like this man. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. It's three weeks and she still is like, what's going on? And he still is trying to put up this charade. So she's gone ahead and contact the police and the police, on their part, are like, oh, well, no, we don't know anything. So she's now having to go through the courts to figure out why she's not getting visitations for her son. And now, okay, it was May 24th that he went missing. Mm -hmm. Now, it's January. And no. still not told her. So she just hasn't seen her kid in like six months. Here's the thing, is if it's with the custody battle and stuff, you have to go through the freaking courts. She's contacted police. She's done all this. Depending on what state you're in, most of the time you have to go through the courts. 
Oh my gosh. Unless like, so I know that they were, you know, going through this court hearing and he had full custody of his son. So I don't even know if How she, did he win that battle? I don't know. Bullshit, right? Because I mean, seriously, if this is how he's going to behave, it just makes you wonder what he did to get full custody. I know, right? I I really, I don't know, but he ended up getting full custody. So he probably, because, you know, he has a girlfriend and a steady home and I can take him to, to and from school or whatever, but he had full custody. So I don't even know if, if she was, oh, allowed to see him on the weekends or every other weekend, or if she didn't have any rights at all. I'm not a hundred percent certain on that. Oh. Plus he is 15. I think at some point, some age, like if they don't want to see you, they can just say, I don't want to see, I don't want to see mom. There is a certain age where I do know you're at least allowed to pick if like they both are willing to, you know? Yeah. So yeah, he just hasn't, he's been like, Nope, he's not here. He's not here. He's out with friends or whatever. January approaches. So he has not seen him for, or she has not seen him since May. She's gone ahead and contact police. She's heard nothing. And if he's got like full custody, it's like, what can she do? I don't really know. I don't really know what, which, you know what? I don't care who you are. You should still at least let a mother talk to her son. So anyway, I don't care who you are. If you have full custody, if a, someone says hey i want to talk to them and it's not like she hasn't been in his life his whole life they just barely got divorced you know yeah you should be like hey you know you at least need to talk to your mom and let her know you're alive and fine you know yeah but i mean he wasn't there so he was trying to put it off like oh well he's just out with friends or whatever okay so january approached there's no leads on locating the boy Aubrey's birthday came and he went and then that's when his mom finally found out that he has been missing since May. So I'm sure she's having like a fit now because. Oh yeah. So in a desperate and more aggravated pursuit, she's freaking out. She's issuing missing person posters with the 5,000 reward to hopes that it would coax out even some more information because he's been missing now for six months yeah six months and she 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 wasn't really no yeah how (sighs) bullshit is that i don't care who you are too like in that situation where your mom has been in your life for 15 years it's not like she hasn't been there and if one a father says hey I think my son's missing. Even if it's a runaway case, they should be legally bound to contact them. Yeah. Right? I just feel like since, I mean, he was reported as a runaway, I don't understand how the police weren't telling her this. I feel like there was some major missteps here. I think so, too. And this is in 2016. Jeez. Yeah. There was definitely some missteps that weren't taken and i mean for all we know it could have been the dispatcher on the other end saying it's just a runaway and not even take down a name so when she called they didn't even have that information man i feel like don't dispatchers have records of all their calls though 
I think they record them, but I don't think like, okay. So if let's say he was on the phone, the dad was and said, Hey, my son's missing. And they're like, Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a runaway. And then she calls like a week or two later, unless that is the exact same dispatcher and remembers that. Yeah. Is that going to show up unless they actually put it into the system, which they might have not with being just a runaway. Which is ridiculous. It is. So despite the tireless efforts of trying to find him, Aubrey's family and the police, it seemed, you know, he just had fallen off the face of the earth. And But his family had never stopped searching. Everything felt grim as the days went past. But then... On April 10th, 2018, after almost two years after his disappearance, the police made a breakthrough. <gasps> okay. Facebook profile had been found with young pictures of a man that resembled Aubrey. It was uncanny. I mean, here, I will show you the photos. Okay. So on the left, there is his missing picture. And on the right Whoa. is the picture that was on the Facebook profile. Okay. So that was the Facebook profile picture that the police saw. And they're like, like, you know what? That could be it. So then they showed the pictures to Aubrey with the family. And they had launched under an assumed identity. They said he also, he had less than five personal contacts on that Facebook page. Okay. Seriously, why even have a Facebook at that point? Seriously, right? But there was, yeah, there was only five people in there. And it was like, huh. So his parents and law enforcement mutually decided not to reach out to him. What? So he had another encounter with the law. Law enforcement feared that Aubrey would disappear again with no sign since he was still 17. So instead, what his parents decided to do was because he was almost 18. They waited until he was 18 years old, no longer a, ju- a juvenile. There was no lawful way to keep him um, to come back to Georgia. But that's when they decided to reach out to him to be like, hey, you know, you, you're not going to be stuck here, basically. You can go as your own free will. Yeah. He had a support group. I was saying... And it looked like he didn't appear to be in any danger. Just police started keeping tra- tabs on him. And uh, uh, they had under- undercover cops following him around. Jeez. So one of the family members went on a limb after he turned 18. And that family member went ahead and messaged him on Facebook. And they said that okay. they were hoping to convince aubrey to contact his mother aubrey did in fact contact his mother and told him he was ready to come home however there were certain circumstances and conditions that he wanted in place he got to pick when and where he got to go home like when he got to go home his mother's then his mom then contacted authorities and told them that you know he was safe he contacted me she would like one of the police officers to go and pick him up at his accord. Okay. So he ended up saying that he did. He left on his own. 
He hadn't been abandoned. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't abused or exploited in any way. Uh, they sat and they listened to his story and his tale is absolutely amazing. The, th- seen, the things that he has seen and done. Well, honestly, it can make your jaw, jaw drop. In June, you know, which was a little bit after he disappeared, mm-hmm. um, he said that he had gone to bus stop to bus stop and he had made it all the way to California yeah. on his own. He would ask for rides to the nearest Flying J. He would hitchhike. He found friends along the way. He said, you know, a lot of times I ended up living on the streets, but it was better than having my life fully controlled and my parents fighting over it and trying to decide every little thing that was right for me in their divorce. Interesting. It's interesting that he just fell off the place face of the earth like face of the earth there, you know? Yeah. It's interesting to see that, you know, these cases can just be a runaway. You know? Yeah. And that people can just up and leave. I I have a hard time thinking that it's possible that someone can just up and leave and vanish without a trace, especially still being here in the United States. Like, if they're going to up and leave, being in another country would make more sense to me. But apparently, it is. He's like, he also goes on to say, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to homeless people. You never know who's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. So Homeless people definitely can be overlooked. Well, think about it. Like, how many homeless are there? And here's another thing, too. If for some reason, too, those homeless people are ran away for whatever reason of their life, doesn't matter what, um, if they get into drugs or something, too, they can look totally, completely different than the person that you know. Oh, yeah. You know? Actually, it's amazing. He looked pretty similar. I mean pretty damn similar but he said like he had no he said that he didn't really get into drugs he got into weed a little bit is from what i understood is he he didn't get into hardcore drugs he wasn't into that he did smoke a little weed here and there when he was in his traveling but that's about it okay so and you know the investigator who was assigned to this case said he had no reason to suspect foul play um, this whole time. So he was honestly looking for a runaway case this whole entire time. Mm -hmm. So he didn't think that there was any foul play involved at all, but you could never rule it out. Yeah. But he was listed on the FBI's missing person website for over two, almost two years. And the fact that he came home and came home safe is seriously incredible even if he did just run away the fact that almost two years later he's he's back and he's unharmed and he's totally fine i know it makes you really wonder on some of these other cases we know about like if they really are just runaways yeah well i will go ahead i'm gonna tell you another story not now but my next one it's on this case and this guy just disappears. There is no like forced anything. There's his, you know, his phone and credit card are gone, but there's 
like no leads on those makes me wonder if he just got up left and disappeared like this other guy that okay yeah how does a six nine 300 pound man that uh used to be on the harlem globe trotters so his face is trotters do you know what that is yes okay See, so his face should be somewhat recognizable. And he just disappears without a trace. The only thing they found was one shoe print that matched his shoe size. But would anyone really recognize his face? Or just, you know, his hands playing with a ball? No, they should recognize his face. You jerk. You're going to call me a jerk for my birthday? Is that how this is going to play out? Uh-huh. Oh. Well, see, I don't know. Like, I found that one interesting because it made me think, yeah, it's not a cold case anymore, but how many cases of them are like that? Yeah. Where it's just, I mean, they were right to think it was a runaway, but for two years? Like, it's a long freaking time. It is, especially for someone who's, like, underage. It's just so unreassuring to me like if my kid ran away like i don't care if he ran away or not i still want to know where he is Mm-hmm. and i don't care if he's over age or not i still want to know where he is like yeah no contact for two years and it's kind of scary that he can just up and leave like he from our knowledge took no money no car he was 15. He didn't even know how to drive a car. I wonder why he took his exams first. <laughs> maybe they were like in the morning or something or mid-afternoon to kind of be like, hey, I was here. I don't know. Wanted to throw him off the trail. I don't know, but apparently it worked. I still just can't believe the dad didn't mention it for like months oh that pisses me off so much seriously what a douchebag i'm sorry i know if you even if you hate your ex i understand withholding it for okay maybe a few hours like he'll come home but there's a line somewhere there's a line six months fucking hell all right guys well thanks for listening and yeah i hope this just makes you think a little bit more with your cases yeah and see if any so with tina could she just have ran away but then... and then got into some trouble later okay on? so you, maybe she like got scared ran and then someone killed her know, later because it did look like she was killed in the same way and the same night as her family. Oh, fuck. That one, that one still boggles my mind. I am still mind-boggled by that. Yeah. The Keddies. Keddie murders. They're not Keddies. They're it's a city, not a people. It's a city, not people. They're the Sharps. But. Well... Hey, anyone has any suggestions, please feel free to shoot us an email. Yes. And people, now keep your eye out for the unexpected. 
Hey, and maybe more people should donate their time to homeless shelters because maybe they'll find someone that's actually missing. Yeah, maybe. So, for the holiday season, go ahead and donate some time. Because, you know, that's what we all have extra of during the holidays. Oh, my goodness. I have so much time. My my winter's not busy at all. But if you do have a spare few moments, I'm sure it's a good thing to do. Well, and that, and you know what? If you're going through the drive-thru, pick up an extra taco. Or chicken nugget. Just don't throw it at him. Seriously, Dustin tried to throw chicken nuggets at homeless people. Oh my gosh. Yes. Him and oh. my sister thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. And I'm like, don't you freaking dare. I'm like, if you're going to give him a chicken nugget, get out of the fucking car and go give it to him. Don't throw it at him. No, that's mean. God. Oh, poor homeless people. So insensitive. God. Don't you like the way that I feel sadder that your husband is throwing things at them than that they're homeless? <laughs> Don't we love my priorities? Uh, yes. Your priorities trump all. I don't know. I just know when I was in Portland, the homeless people, honestly, like, this is going to sound awful, but it was a little bit scary because there were a couple of them, and I, like, legitimately did not know if they were alive or not. <gasps> Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, uh-uh. I mean, I didn't go too close to check, but like, there was this one guy who was like laying there, and like, I don't know, there was people laying a lot of places, but he was in like a particularly weird spot, and like, he was only wearing one shoe, and I don't know. It's just, I legitimately don't know if that person was alive or not. No, no, ew, ugh. Well, and just think about it, like, if that homeless person doesn't have a friend, all the other homeless people are just going to walk over him. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That literally gave me the shudders. Mm-hmm. It was, it was an intense moment. I was just like, um... Maybe like, in that situation, if my husband threw a chicken nugget at him and he woke up, it wouldn't be so bad. Oh, okay. That was appropriate. <laughs> Only if they're testing... Okay, but then what if he didn't wake up? Then he, he might be dead. He might be, but you still don't know. Maybe he's just, I mean, you have to be a pretty deep sleeper as a homeless person because there's like people walking around you all the time in the city and I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Do I want to find out? No. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like you're not going to go and like try to wake the homeless person up because then, I mean, if they are good and just were sleeping, they're going to be pissed off at you. Like, mm-hmm. and Who knows what crazy homeless people will do that are pissed off because you woke them up from their nap. Right? Might try to get my shoe so he has another one or something. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Like, don't get me wrong. I had a shit ton of hard times. I did. I had a shit hard, shit ton of hard times. You had a shit? <laughs> I did. I had a shit earlier this morning, last night. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. Yuck. Ugh. No, I did. I had some freaking hard ass times, but I don't know. I never let never myself. Slept, you never slept weird places with only one shoe? No. 
I can't say I have. I can't say besides in a tent for unknown godly reasons, I've slept outside. Because seriously, who the fuck ever thought that, oh, I'm going to sleep in a tent and this will be fun. Are you kidding me? Do you, mind, do you know how many rocks you get in your back? A shit ton. Well, I guess that depends on what kind of camping gear you're using. Is any camping gear really that comfortable? I don't know. Maybe. I haven't tested all of it. All right, guys. Aubrey's crackling. So I guess I gotta do the sign-off without her. Or you can try to do it, and I guess I'll just put the crackle in there. Or not. I don't know. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah, yes, she is. She's a Rice crispy. All right, guys. Well, that's all. Again, find us on Instagram and Facebook and Patreon at Crime Theories Pod. Uh, you're more than welcome to email us your theories at Crime Theories Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see photos, and also there is a video that he did post on his Facebook page when he came home saying, hey, I'm alive, I'm here. And I have all that linked up on our website. So if you want to check that out, you're more than welcome to crimetheoriespodcast.com. And guys, keep fucking going. And yeah. Keep fucking going. Yeah, she's crackling so bad. Probably not going to put you in, but... Yeah, guys, keep fucking going.